Hi everybody, welcome back to the Country Chats podcast with myself, Sandra Ganley, and we're rocking and we're ready and raring to go with another country music singer, and I'm delighted to have Alex Rowe here in front of me on the screen. Alex, how are you? Not too bad, Sandra. Thanks for having me on. It's uh, it's great to be on, and I suppose it's great to be doing something different as well. Well, that's it. I mean, you'd be so used to doing little snippy little interviews. I know I do them myself when I'd be interviewing the likes of yourself, three, four, five minutes long, but at least now we get to know you a bit better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it gives, it gives, I listen to, I listen to all, all the other podcasts and it's really good and it, it shows, it shows a different side to the, to the musicians as well. Yeah. Oh, I hope that's good. Now, I don't know, is that good or bad that you listen to the first? <laughs> but anyway, um, no, that's, that's exactly it. And we get to learn a little bit more. I get to learn a little bit more about you as well as all the fans. So, so it's great. So tell us, you are in County Offaly, am I right? Yeah, I'm in Claren County Offaly, so North Offaly. Um, I've, I'm here forever. Um, I'm I'm really into the GAA as well, kind of at home here. Um, but it, like music has always been the first love, I suppose. And from a really young age, I suppose I've always been listening to country music. So like Nanny down the road would always be playing the, the likes of Larry Cunningham, Big Tom, even Trudy Lawler. And um, just from that, it just kind of it made me see that country music is kind of for me as well. So what age, well, you said there your nanny would have got you into it. And it's actually the same for me. It was my grandmother that got me into it. And were you singing for me a young age or were you just kind of listening to it in the background? So I was singing, I was singing from a really young age, but I never really picked up the country music singing until I was in maybe first or second year in school. Um, it just, I don't know, I went to a, a Nathan Carter concert and T.R. Dallas came on before Nathan and I saw T.R. and I said, who's this lechy girl coming off now with the hat? And and um, T.R. was just brilliant that night and I went up to him and I got chatting on him and from then I just said, this, this is definitely for me. Like, uh, like Nanny, Nanny had always played the country music and I think I didn't realise, I didn't realise at the time, okay, this is actually really, really good music. I think I was you're just hearing it it's just background sound but I think when you when you really think back like some of the songs that Nanny would have played down the road have been songs that I've I've even included in some gigs that I've done. That's lovely it's a lovely circle there of the songs you used to listen to when you were younger now you're you're including them in your set list that's lovely actually very very good um so yeah obviously it's been a, a, a mad year we won't dwell on it too much but you've actually kept quite busy I suppose you've been doing facebook lives twice a week which i mean one would be loads but you're going the full hog and you're doing two so how how was that been obviously i'd say it's it can be hard enough at the start to kind of play to to no one obviously you're playing to, to everyone on facebook but there's no one with you like yeah i suppose i think because i started gigging at such a young age i was one of the places and it was only maybe three or four people at the start. I was kind of used to always just singing at home anyway so it's just set up the other life in front of you and, and away you go it's it, it there is a big commitment into doing Facebook lives every 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 uh twice a week but uh like I'd, I'd be fairly OCD about it like by saying I'm going to be live at eight o'clock I'm live at 759 uh just always ready to go but uh no it's brilliant like and it's like a little community there as well like the people are it's funny to look at because you'd be going live there and people are having conversations among themselves. Like they're not even, some people would give direct comments, but other people are just genuinely talking, talking amongst themselves. Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. And I know it's, it's probably nice having that routine that, you know, right. I'm gigging on a, what is it? Tuesday and a Friday. Uh, Tuesday and a Saturday. 
just actually like I know I have my I've dance classes online at the moment and that's Monday and a Thursday so I know well that's this evening it's nice to have a bit of routine and a bit of structure again yeah exactly and it kind of even for me it gets me through the week like because I know that if I'm live on a Tuesday I'm gonna because I'm not gonna sing the same stuff that I sang on the Saturday so I'm always in like I could be there at six o'clock and I'd sing maybe for an hour and just see like just literally pick loads of different random songs and and see how it goes from there like and then you end up having a set list of songs you might never have sang before yeah you have more time to kind of suss out new songs or old songs or yeah a brand new set list really yeah yeah definitely I suppose when we do get back gigging properly I'll have nearly six or seven hours of material you'll be sorted you won't have to do any any work then only sing it's great and when when did you start doing the lives uh, I started about I started the first week of January um, and I've done I did one a week for the first for the first two weeks of January. And then I started to do two two week because I, the guys that would be tuning in were looking for more kind of more lives and whatever. And there, there wasn't really much on it on a Tuesday at around eight o'clock. So I decided to go to go on a Tuesday as well as the Saturday. So like I'm lucky enough there, there's a good following there of people who are listening in. Which, which is good and like even to have 10 people listening is great but some nights you could have up to 150 200 people and it's just it's crazy like that's lovely and it's a feel-good thing you know it's and it's it's keeping things taking over it's keeping the community together as you said there's a nice little community there so that's great no fair play to you for doing the two nights and I suppose other than that you were lucky to have Gloria Chira uh to be working away on you had an extended an extended Gloria Chira season yeah, so like Lord here started in October, kind of we'll say a year ago, and um, we we thought okay we'll be finished by March, and and then we're kind of away to do to do our own thing, but obviously with pandemic and everything that that couldn't happen. Um, I suppose it was just it Lord here was just crazy. It was just it was mental. Like it was it was a great experience in itself, and it's something that I don't think I'll ever forget. Like I've made friends for life there, even people in the the production crew and and like guys in the band and everything we're just really close at the moment and I think we will be forever um like being on Lortira for me is something that I've always applied for it's something that I've always thought about okay I really would like to do that and to be able to do it and have Trudy as a mentor was just it was immense for me I was just I was shocked that she even wanted me to be on it so I suppose it was brilliant I think it's lovely how your first comment about Lortira there was I got close with everyone and I made great friends and we'll be friends for ages like it, it obviously it's about music <laughs> and it's a competition yeah I love how that is your first point you know it's about who we met and, and the fun we had kind of thing so that's lovely really lovely to hear do you think that um obviously it was extended so you had the guts of a year and, and two months out of it nearly do you think it was obviously it was held back because of COVID, which was a negative thing. But do you think it was nearly better? Did you enjoy having a kind of drag out a bit longer and getting to see everyone and, and getting to gig when other people weren't getting to gig? Yeah, I suppose with it being extended, it's kind of even at the time when, when we knew the semi-final was coming up and everything, but the but this time or back March of last year, I kind of thought, oh, I kind of don't want this to end just yet. So we got a we got a huge extension out of it. So that was a that was definitely a positive out of the whole thing. And I suppose as well for it being the broadcasts and people kind of were expecting it to come back. The viewership, I suppose, was up for the guys as well, which which was good as well. Absolutely. Yeah, I know everyone was is it, everyone was tuned in and, and, and watching it. It's it's um it's been 
nice to fill the evenings, of course. And um, oh, sugar, what else was I going to ask about it? Um, it was lovely. I'm sure it was lovely to throw on a suit and a shirt and uh, get dolled up again. Yeah, I love. I just love wearing. I love wearing nice clothes and just just kind of even just like I know me and Pascal used to. We used to always say. I used to always say to him, "What are you wearing today?" And make sure we're not wearing the same color or something because one week I arrived in the pink suit. And I had the pink suit in the bag, and I said, "What color is your suit?" And I said, "It's hardly pink." And he said, "No, but thank God, it's thank God you didn't wear it next week because he was wearing the pink the following week." It was just really, it was really funny and just nice to have. He, he told the same story in his interview. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is lovely. It shows, though, like the little quirky things about the show or how well you get on. Did you actually know Pascal before Glorchera? No, so I knew none of them apart from Aoife uh, before before the show, and. Um, I kind of went down and and I think when I don't know someone, I'm kind of really quiet and hope that I don't say the wrong thing. And then Pascal was the first person I met when I walked in the door and we just, we really hit it off. And even Philip and Lisa and Sinead and Aoife, the, the six of us, we were just, we were really close and a really tight knit group. And I know that we had, we just had such good crackdown in Galway. And um, from from day one to, to day, till, till the day it finished, it was just brilliant crack. I was actually there. I was there the first night of the recording back in 2019. All right. Um, so as I said, I haven't met you, but I've I've seen you. <laughs> I've seen you <laughs> perform a few times. Um, no, so that was great. It was something nice to be at and to be gigging and wearing the suits. And um, no, it was great. And I just love how your first comment was. It was about friends and it was about you know and had you been to the keys before before you were part of Lord Shira? yeah so I was actually the third person from Clara in the past three years to be honest so Joe Rabbit was on it the year before two years before and then Noreen Rabbit was on it and they only lived down the road for me uh, I went up I didn't actually get to go up to Joe in the keys but I got up to Noreen and I seen how small I only got to the final and it was so small I was shocked when you walk in um, I suppose when you see the big production crew and you see the huge organ behind you, you think, oh, this venue is massive. But it, it really, it doesn't hold more than 200 people. And it's and with 200 people, it's absolutely jammers. Like. That was literally where I was going with that question was, did you know how big or small the venue was? <laughs> it's a lovely stage though, but it looks massive. And I mean, it's, but it works, you know, it's it, it works. And, and it, it looks great on telly as well. That stage is uh, something else. Yeah, yeah, I suppose like Martin Cleary was on, on the left hand side of me and Martin on my first kind of recording when I was there during rehearsal, Martin just said to me, don't hit it off my steel or you'll knock me out with tune. And he said it in a real funny way. It was really funny. And then you have uh, Rick was the other side who plays guitar and Rick said, just don't don't step on my pedals, please. Um, so you're just, I think you're just they were standing just, there. Yeah. <laughs> and I think they were just trying to kind of lighten the mood because I know when it's your first experience with cameras and stuff like that. It's, it's hard for people like and I know for me I suppose I was lucky in a way that I've done certain work with Hot Country TV that I've I've seen how these cameras move up and down and side to side and whatever but going down to the Lord here it was just something that I, I didn't expect like there's cameras from every angle so it, it's different. Yeah no I mean it was it was great to watch it and it was great as we said to get the extended uh, view and for everyone for the viewers and for you to, to get to do a few gigs so um, no it's absolutely brilliant and of course it's on again now the 2021 the yeah 2021 series so it's great. Yeah the guys the guys that are on it this year are great as well like I think the talent on it is just amazing like everybody can even last year and the year before there's there's never anyone that, that can't sing or do you know we could see some of the talent shows under 
there's people who wouldn't be the most amazing singers or performers in the world but I think Gloria it just it just shows that the creme of the crop of, of Irish country music singers absolutely no it's absolutely great so that was in uh November December you finished that up and yeah then um obviously now you've been doing your lives and you're going to be taking a break I believe for a few weeks yeah, so I have to take a break for pr- probably the guts of a month or that. Uh, I have to get an operation on my jaw, so that would be that would be interesting enough now for a while and getting that done this Thursday. So it's happening um, there is too much singing. Too much singing. No, I dislocated it years ago and I just never got it. I never got it sorted properly, and um, so I have to get I have to get both sides done now. So they said they said the only reason I got to keep going was actually from the singing. So it started getting worse because of not being gigging and stuff like that. So, Because uh, you, weren't, you weren't working the muscles or you weren't actually... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Isn't that so funny? Um, but it's, I suppose it's as good a time as any to get it because, you know, it would be worse if you, were, if you had to cancel gigs and all that like for it. So it's a good time. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like if you, it would have been worse if I was, if I was gigging like, like I was before the, the lockdown. It, it probably would, wouldn't have happened for 10 or 10 years down the line, you know. That's mad. So yeah, you'll be you'll be having to take a rest. So you will you'll be able to listen back to this podcast and listen to your voice. Yeah. <laughs> um no, so everyone will miss the live. So but sure look, you'll be you'll be back then. We'll your back first gig back then. Yeah. First yeah, gig back and we'll, we'll we'll go out with a bang now tomorrow night and and first gig back, it'll be great. Crack. Brilliant. Now you've also been involved in the Reach Out um project as well, haven't you? Yeah, so I'm involved with Reach Out with Trudy and Billy, which is it's an amazing pro- it's an amazing project. So I've I was talking to I was talking to one lady on Saturday night um, and another lady yesterday morning, and it the uh, it just there seems to be some sort of a lift in the country music scene between the supporters and the um, the artists. Like I even know myself, like I've someone I've someone to ring now later on today, and I'm just I cannot wait. Um, I got such a lift out of it myself. So, um, like I know that there's so many, there's so many people that are struggling, and and for for me or any of the other acts to be able to ring someone, it's it's it gives them a huge lift. And like there's there's people that mightn't have got out since March, like who are getting phone calls, and it's it's just brilliant. And for Trudy and Billy to to think of that idea and to include me, and I'm, I'm just delighted to be delighted to be a part of it. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely brilliant. And I know from talking to other, from interviewing, doing other interviews last week with other singers, the one thing that ye, the singers are saying is, it's it's not, it's so good for ye. It's, ye get a boost from it as well. And it's it's so nice for ye to get that feel good factor. So it works both ways for the people who are receiving the call and for the singers who are um, making the call. Yeah, definitely. Like, um, it just, there's just such a change in people online as well like people are commenting more and they're, they're more happy and people are just I think people are just a lot happier in themselves even just knowing that this movement is happening yeah no it's brilliant and you can go there is a Facebook page now for it so if anybody wants to go and check out the Facebook page and you never know Alex Rowe could be giving you a call although you'll have to take it easy with the job but, I'll have to um, take it easy I'll probably be ringing them in about a month's time yeah <laughs> And yeah you'll have to you'll have to arrange something but no it's yeah. brilliant ideas so um you should go and check out the facebook page so that's that's kind of i suppose a, a rundown of all the projects you've been at over the last few months which is great because obviously some people wouldn't have projects going on or, or that kind of thing but were you you were full-time in the music business were you yeah so i was full-time so i was gigging probably about three four nights a week um the length and breadth of the country um i loved gigging 
I love gigging. I had to, I had to get a full time job then in the summer of last year. I'm working in a clothes shop now. Um, it's not my first love, but look, you have to, you have to, you just have to do it. Like, um, what like I suppose if I was to get back gigging in the morning, I definitely wouldn't take it for granted. Like it was just like there's so many different gigs and places that I had booked in for 2020 that didn't happen. And I think when the gigs do come back, it's going to be, I think it's going to be like a new playing field for everybody. It's going to be like one big party. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> so that you did go and get a job. I mean, obviously, you know, it's it's not great that, that music wasn't able to continue as a job. But I think well done for, for taking that step and going to get another job, which can't have been easy. I mean, it sounds like a clothes shop would suit you, though, from you know you're well able to chat and everything and then like you said yourself and pascal there was your with your clothes so it sounds like it was a good fit for you but i can imagine it was it was hard enough to kind of accept that well i have to go look elsewhere. yeah i suppose when i realized that okay i can't just sit at home for another six months because i i even know myself i'm always up and i'm always doing something like i could be up to mischief like doing something that doesn't need to be done but i'm always doing something and um to be to be have to go and and work in a clothes shop it was just it was more of a, a shock like to, to the system to be okay I have to be up now at eight o'clock every morning and there at nine o'clock and and open the shop or whatever but like I'd be bopping around the shop the whole time and I'd be singing away to whatever music was on the thing and it's funny because some of the customers are kind of like oh you should stick to the day job and they probably don't realize that that I'm a singer at all like. and is the shop it's not in Clara is it it's no it's in Athlone I was yeah, going to so... say I, I was going to say Clara would be doing well to have the clothes shop yeah <laughs> yeah no it's in the shopping center in Athlone so it's grand like it it's it's a job you're sorted no that's great that's great and um, I'll have to call in so my my fella plays for Athlone town. oh go ahead so I have to get that right he's only just started since last week so I'm going to be he can go training I'll go in and annoy you <laughs> <laughs> um no that's great fair play to you and it, uh, that's one topic I am discussing on the podcast is you know people that are have other um, projects or that are looking elsewhere for work you know I think it's 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 hard to make that decision but um you know you have to just say fair play and you know you have to think outside the box yeah definitely like and I suppose that I was working on I was working on an album kind of this time last year and I suppose if I didn't get a job that wouldn't have been a possibility for me to complete this year so hopefully like if we do get so obviously I'm, I'm out of work again now with with the restrictions but hopefully we'll get back sooner rather than later and um, and I get to start working on the album again. Please God, absolutely. And um, two questions that came in on the Instagram page for you. Um, one of them was just, is it hard to be a musician? Um, I suppose people are so used to seeing the glam side of it and you're up on stage in your lovely pink suits and, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it looks glam and it absolutely is in some regards, but on the other side of it, is it hard? I personally don't find it that hard. Um, it, it's just, I think when you love going, like like I know myself, like driving from my house down to Kerry takes nearly four hours and you're leaving at like four o'clock and you're there. At, you're there four hours later and, and I just love it. Like you're stopping and filling stations and you're you're just go, keeping going and chatting to just completely random people as you go on your way and you're, you're making phone calls to other artists who are, who are gigging maybe somewhere close to you. And you're like, oh, we'll meet up in when we up in the service centre sure at three o'clock in the morning and you'd sit and you'd chat for 10 or 15 minutes and you'd drive on again. And um, the hardest part of it would definitely be the online. Um, 
the online end is definitely a thing that I didn't expect to be as difficult. Um, I suppose with the, the online bullying and online harassment, that's something that that just annoys me a lot. Um, I just don't tolerate it. I just block people straight away. So that's, um, that is a, a topic that came up in an interview last week. And I was genuinely shocked because I suppose, I know what goes on, obviously, but I suppose I would have been a bit narrow-minded and thought that it was mainly with the, you know, the bloggers who have 40,000 followers or 100,000 followers and who are very much in the public eye. But I was shocked to hear that it happens in the Irish country music scene. Like, what, what has your experience been with it? Well, I suppose that, like, I think... Like I know myself, I'm not the strongest singer in the world, but I'm just I, I kind of get away with it at the moment. But some some people just think they they post negative comments and they just think you can't see them. Um, but I like you can see them, and it's it it's really obvious when someone comments something, and then like I think I'm really lucky with my Facebook page that people people get behind me, and if anyone says that negative, there there could be fifteen or sixteen different people, and they all just start ganking up on this one person which isn't fair either like is you don't know what's going on with that person or yeah there might be a keyboard warrior but it, it is it is a difficult part like I have had people call me fat people call me ugly people say that you can't sing and whatever now for me I, it just doesn't bother me like I don't I don't really care but like years ago I was bullied and if that was me three or four years ago that would have been the worst thing in the world and I probably would have cancelled gigs and everything and I don't know went on liquid diets or whatever just to not be fat like but I'm, I'm in a different space now of not being not really caring about stuff like that but like I see all these bloggers and like they could affect young girls like out there if, if someone called a young girl fat or a young boy fat even that could really affect them and and for me it doesn't bother me but if I could help one person realize that it, it it's only it's only a minority of people like yeah you're blocking probably five to six people a week but it's only a minority. It's one percent. But if you, if I can help one person realize that it's not really true, they're just keyboard warriors, and it's their own problems that that are making them lash out. Um, that would be a win for me. Yeah. No. I mean, it's great that you're at that stage where you can kind of just take it and and move on, kind of. And and I mean, you mentioned there the people comment directly so it's it, it, would you get private messages as well or is it just on the feed? um it's mostly on the feed i have got like there's some people who could send like they just constantly send stuff like and you like sometimes you could be really really busy and like mental busy and um you'd be getting phone calls from people but it's only like they'd ring just to annoy you and they'd hang up then they wouldn't even talk to you on the phone they'd just ring and hang up uh, and just like you could be like I could be down the field doing something or whatever and and next thing next thing you get a phone call and you have to just you have to just you have to answer like I answer everyone's phone call like I'll talk to anyone but if people are not going to kind of respect that that I'm going to answer them and have a chat with them or whatever I just don't really I don't really that's, bother then that's mad because I would have thought people would just send private messages but the fact that they're they're there's no problem doing a public one that's just nuts and it's funny they're because the next question someone had asked was, do you do you ever find people cross a line into your personal life? And it actually sounds there like when they're ringing you that they are. And I suppose when you're in the business that you're in and it's the same for me with the dancing and the presenting and stuff. If I see the phone ringing, I, I always want to take it because you don't know if it's work or if it's a gig or 
if it's the late late show you just you never know and I hate not answering calls now if I can't answer I'll just send a quick text back but that's probably what it is for you you don't want to not answer yeah you don't I, I answer the phone to anyone and everyone like even if it's a private number I'll, I always answer the phone but sometimes yeah it is just people just ringing I'd, I'd say hello and then they just hang up now maybe it's genuine people who who might get shocked that I actually answered the phone but I highly doubt it's that now starstruck <laughs> yeah and do you find it has happened more um just general the, the online trolling and stuff has it happened more since covid definitely yeah yeah so like i know myself i put up i put up covers online every now and then and just it's it's just the negativity like and you could have 115 million lovely comments and it's just that one comment that 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 you always see and i think it's people just don't realize you're going to see them um then I I always I screenshot them all like and I'd, I'd send them to a few different people and be like do you know him <laughs> but um like it's just it is just the negativity part of it but it, it doesn't deter me from doing country music at all like it's it's such a small majority of people that it's it's nearly irrelevant to me at this stage. yeah and I think I was saying to Pascal in, in our interview that I would imagine that those that are leaving them comments are not people that are actively going to dances and act no. and can da- like go to dance or go to social dances or go to concerts. I imagine it's just kind of people who just happen to like the page kind of, I would yeah. imagine because I feel the community is so great. Those that are in it, like in it hardcore, I can't imagine it happening kind of within the inner circles. It sounds like it's more external kind of, yeah, definitely. Like I know myself, like even around Lord here and that, like I've seen some comments on my personal page of people just saying, oh, you're fat, you can't sing and stuff like that. I'm kind of like, oh, OK. And then I just delete them and away you go again. It's it's just mad, um, you know, it's uh, and I suppose you have to laugh at some of it. Right? Oh, yeah, I think I honestly think it's really funny like because most most of the time it's people who, who as you said, aren't into country music and they're just they're just there just to cause a bit of a stir for 10 minutes for themselves and then I don't I don't really get much of them hot now I know recently I did I did put up a post about someone but that was just again just to highlight it to someone who who might be struggling like in the country music scene or any genre of music and um if just so people are aware that 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 it's out there and Midlands 103 were really good to pick that up as well and I did a couple of interviews with them about it and stuff but like I'm, I'm not an activist or anything like that, but I just people people should be aware like that what what's online can be seen and they need to just they need to just cop on I suppose a little bit <laughs> the only way of saying it. Well, basically, no, you've said it in one there, and actually, I had seen the articles you done all right when I had a just before the interview. I done a quick Google search to make sure I knew I knew all my bits and bobs about you, but um, no, as I said, I was shocked last week when I heard from Pascal that this nonsense goes on. But anyway. Fair play to you for uh, staying strong and standing up and even putting stuff up on Facebook saying, you know, enough is enough. It's brilliant to to see that it's it's not it's not affecting you. You're you're still yeah. doing your lives anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, like as I said, like it's 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 genuinely it's one percent of people, not even one percent. And when it does happen, I I'd be fair like I'm always on my phone and whenever I do see it, I do I delete them straight away. Just so like I can show like maybe I shouldn't delete them, but I think I just delete it straight away just so that people people don't think I'm getting it all the time. But, you know, it is. It does happen and it happens to... It even happens to the bigger names of country music. I do scroll through comments sometimes and even 
other genres, like I do see some artists that were on the late late show and they'd no not country music and they'd sing and like just people are just so negative all the time. So it's a shame. We need we need more. Well, well, you sound positive enough anyway. So I'm not going to say we need yeah. more positivity. You sound you sound like you're doing okay. Other than that. Um, tell us about them guitars in the background for us. Yeah, now, so don't that's... worry, we won't make you play. But for those of you that are not watching the video and that are listening on Spotify, there's two lovely guitars behind um Alex on the wall. Yeah, so they're my they're my babies. That's my um that's my Nashville guitar. So it was like made in at loan by a guy and he modeled it on a, a Garrett Brooks guitar, but we just changed the top of it a little bit and then it's I'm sponsored then by Hudson Guitars and they sent me out. They sent me out that one. I've and I've about nine or about nine guitars in total, and the rest of them are down hanging up in the in the music room. Lovely. So they're they're the two favorites, I think. Yeah, they're the two favorites. They they stay in my room. It was made as in it was. I didn't know you could get um, uh, guitars to make. Now I I play music myself, but I'd be kind of the trad end of things, banjo and whistle. But I didn't know you could actually get the guitars kind of custom, yes. as in you decide what you want kind of that's lovely yeah so i just got like nashville in, engraved in the in the fretboard and and um i think i got the whole of it smaller in the front and different bridge and different nuts in the top and everything just to just to be a bit different what does the hole uh the size of the hole in the guitar does that make a difference no it just i hate when it's too big then the picks get stuck in it <laughs> they're falling <laughs> yeah <laughs> Now I thought you were going to give me some, uh, you know, music. Uh, oh, real technical yeah, answer. Yeah, no, I, just, I, I just say it when the picks go in. Well, there we go. Simple, and it makes total sense. I thought there was going to be a, a sound, uh, a sound uh, answer, but nope. That's that's all we need to, to hear. It makes sense. And have you been to Nashville? No, not yet. Um, I'd love to go. Um, there, there was a few of us talking about going this year in 2021 but like that it definitely won't happen this year i'd say it'll be next year or maybe the year after but we'll definitely yeah we'll oh, definitely make a trip out i'm i've i've was there before i was only there for two or three days though and i just i need to go back it's just it's surreal it's like going to, it's like going to disneyland for country singers and country heads yeah. <laughs> that's what it is it's just it's not like it's just, yeah yeah no i really want to go on it yeah and uh Sure, you can. I was going to say bring the guitar with you, you can play a few songs. Yeah, there are plenty of guitars out there. If I think if I went out there, though, I think I'd definitely buy a, a proper, real Nashville guitar. I definitely think I would. Save, you, you've loads of time to save up anyway. Yeah, definitely. Nearly two years to save up. That's on the to-do list. Um, lovely. Now, as I was saying to you before we started recording, the new thing I'm adding in is the quick fire round. And I didn't give you any warning about this either. But I have about 10 questions or so here. They're short and snippy. Um, and we'll get you to answer them. And yeah. uh, we can develop them more if we need to. We can keep chatting about them. But uh, for, it's like good feeling. What first pops into your head? We'll, we'll just see what happens. I'm winging it as much as you are here. <laughs> <laughs> as i said i only put it together a few minutes before the show okay so alex Rowe, quick fire round favorite american country music singer oh luke holmes favorite country song oh uh, i told her so randy travis <laughs> uh to do a drive or a waltz to play a, a, a drive or a waltz oh play a drive why oh i just love fast songs can you dance i can Okay, we'll talk about that after. Uh, <laughs> favorite Irish country music singer? Oh, I definitely don't have a favorite. All of them. Oh. Uh, <laughs> to gig at a concert or a dance? 
Uh, I think a concert. Why? Uh, I think the people are really, they're really in, in more invested into it, I think, when it's, when it's a concert. Favourite venue to gig in? Monaghan Country Music Festival. Your biggest fan on social media? Oh, oh, I can't think of her name now. There, there's a girl who, oh, Jill Cosby from Chester. Oh, uh, lovely. Stephen. Um, oh, there's so many of them. They who tune into the live, uh, Margaret Connery. There's, lo- there's so many of them. And they're all lovely people as well. Women I notice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, won't, we won't say any more. Um, do you, well, do you play, any, how many instruments do you play? Uh, I just play guitar, um, flute and a little bit of piano. Good. Favourite local radio station? Midlands 103. Favourite song <laughs> to sing? Um, oh, Amazed by Lone Star. Oh, I like that one. Okay, and last one. Tell us something we probably don't know about you. I'm afraid of the dark. <sighs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Did you feel the pressure there? Yeah, yeah. I'm Tell you, I felt the pressure. <laughs> I felt the pressure asking though, because we had no run through of that. Um, now you said you can dance, so I'm obviously very intrigued to hear about that as a dance teacher. Are you? Are you good? Um, I'm okay, like so. I, I before I started doing the social dance uh, gigs, gigs and the things, I, uh, I went over to the well religiously every Thursday night, and um, I, I met this woman over there, um, Heather Scully, and she taught me to. Um, she taught me to dance like um, I was I was going over at the start just to learn, just to hear the different songs. And I had my phone. I was writing in my notes, like all these different songs. And I ended up just getting in with Heather and Heather taught me how to dance down from there. That's good. No, I like when a singer can dance as well. I um, It probably helps you understand the music a little bit more, though, in terms of speeds, maybe for the jives or that. Yeah, I suppose as well, like a, a fun thing that I try to do in most of the gigs, like the social dance gigs, especially if I do a slosh, I, use, I have a wireless microphone and I jump down into the middle and do the slosh while I'm singing and people think it's it's brilliant. Like, And I enjoy it myself. I'm all for that because I know with my dance school with Jiving Juniors, they absolutely love if a singer can come down and get involved because it makes it makes they look up to these singers like yourself like oh my god they're famous so when you actually come down they're like oh it's the best thing ever so no that's great so you can dance and then I suppose you mentioned there you play the flute and what else did you say so I'm guessing Uh, the guitars and piano so there's a slight trad element there I'm guessing uh, yeah, so Grandad and my uncle Joe plays. My uncle Joe plays in a band, and he plays like all the, the trad instruments. He plays illum pipes and stuff like that. But uh, I picked up flute in second year, or no, second year, third year in, in secondary school, and I just it's I just kind of started playing it a little bit, and then I just kind of it developed into playing a little bit more. So sessions in the past or anything? No, no, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be that good, but I can I can dabble at it a little bit, you know. Play Clifford's polka or uh, Baggy in the Woods on it. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> guitars is so the guitar. Guitar is, is the, the, the main one. Yeah, is the go-to one. Oh, that's brilliant. Um, I knew you were going to say Midlands Radio. I could. I had. Yeah, it's because that. I have a show on it as well. So. <laughs> do you? Ah. Yeah. So I do a show every bank holiday Monday. So. Oh, it's great. Good. Yeah. So. I suppose yeah. So look, you're no stranger. I, to, I just to... had to give them a plug. <laughs> oh well you're dead right but that, you know you you can tell you're obviously when you're in the business you need to be a people person and able to talk and that but you know when you're when you're on the radio as well it's it's enjoyable I'd say if, you know you're so used to gigging and singing so it's nice for a change to 
to get to go in and be on the decks and all yeah, that. Yeah, and, and I suppose as well, it, for me, it's about playing playing the local guys and playing the kind of people who don't get the airplay all the time. So, like, I play a lot. I wouldn't really play... Well, I do. I suppose I play everyone, but I try to stick it to people who have new singles out who who mightn't get the airplay that they, that they deserve. Like, like, I know there's some really, really good songs out at the moment and, and um, they're just not getting the airplay. But... I know Midwest is brilliant. Midwest plays me a good bit up and down. Um, Shannon side gives me a good play, even up north, uh, Highland and and um, and Ocean. They all they all give me great play, and then down south as well with Trudy and Tip FM and Kerry. They're all just brilliant, but it's so hard to get on the the kind of national airwaves, which which is really unfair because country music is is definitely it's definitely top three of genres in Ireland. So. We definitely, I think there should be a show at least once or twice a week on the bigger, the bigger national airways for our country music. I absolutely agree. I don't see why an hour, even if it was once a week, an hour, an hour or two show isn't going to, you know, cause. Yeah, it's not going to break the bank for them. Absolutely. I think it's, I think it's definitely should be done. Um, And as you said, all the radio stations are great for playing you. I'm sick of hearing you on Midwest. <laughs> um, no, Midwest would be my my uh, go to. Yeah. I worked I worked with Ocean before, but Midwest, with me being a Mayo woman, um, Midwest would be my go to one. But uh, no, the the radio stations definitely make a difference, and especially at the moment when people are listening to the radio more because they're at home and watching the the shows on Spotlight or any of them hot country. And um, no, I think you're onto something there with the the national radio stations need to acknowledge it a bit more, but sure. I think so. Yeah. Like even like the late, late show, the late show, late, late show country music special, like that's, that's only one night of the whole year, really. Like I know some of the other guys will get on every now and then, but there needs to be more of a thing for even the younger people coming up and they need to just acknowledge people more. Cause there is so many country music artists out there that are brilliant, but they just don't get the recognition because it's just, it's just not it's just not available to them because it's it's so I don't know I think the bigger the bigger networks just don't see it and that's why even with Glorotira it's just that's that's like three months of television of every Tuesday night of just actually every Tuesday and Saturday night of just Irish country music and it's brilliant yeah and I think people are being extra spoiled now because they had obviously year year series before Christmas and now the new series is because usually you'd have to wait the full year first, so it's great. Everyone's getting like a double dose of it now. Yeah, and it's brilliant. Like, and like I watch, I watch it religiously anyway. Like, even at home, it's like an it's like an event every Tuesday night. Like in the house, and mommy would be shouting, "Come on, it's on!" and all this sort of stuff. But like, it's brilliant. Like, you know, your Tuesday nights are very busy. You have to do your gig, and then you leg it in and watch your cheer. Yeah, so I try finish. I try finish the live around twenty five past nine, and then you're just straight in. Uh, you're a proper professional. Look at that. You've timed so that everyone is ready to go in and watch Gloria. <laughs> and I'd always say last song around quarter past nine and then do like maybe two or three extra. Yes, you're, you're some showman, I tell you. <laughs> so going forward, I suppose you, have, you probably haven't got any major plans. I suppose you're going to be recovering now for the next few weeks and then... Re- yeah, recovering for the next few weeks and then uh, once I can get back in the studio, I think I'm going to just... We're just going to nail down I think it's there's about eight songs left to just nail properly. But I've all the guide vocals down for them, so hoping to have the album out for around Christmas time. So lovely. And where are you recording that? I, I record at Wayne in Valley Rose Studio. Um, Wayne is brilliant over there. So for you to travel across, is it? It's it is too far at the moment. Yeah, so I'm lucky enough before Christmas, um, when we could travel outside of the county, that I got to do, 
I got to do a few bits and pieces with him. So um, like I, I have a couple of videos coming out now with just me and him on piano coming when I'm recovering just to keep the name out there, I suppose. But That's, do you know what, that's a great idea because you do need, I mean, you could have let yourself go on social media and just said, Ara, sure, feck it. I mean, there's nothing coming up, but you've really put a lot of time into it and a lot of work. Obviously, Lord Shearer's stuff was happening anyway so that was there but then with the lives and now you're tidying yourself over for when you can't sing I mean that there to me is I I really admire that because you're you're also thinking of the business side of a kind of you know you're you're keeping it, it going all the time that's brilliant yeah I suppose that I just don't want people to think that I've disappeared off the face of the earth you know so um just uh, they're, any, they're any simple videos like but they keep they keep the name out there and and people hopefully will enjoy them because I wouldn't really be known for singing my slow songs so there's five three or four of them ready to go now anyway no that's lovely and it is I mean look you have to look at the business side of it is you, ha- you have to keep your your um, presence on social media that's what you know you have to do it so that's the reality of it you have to and that's great that you're you're thinking ahead. Yeah, yeah. I know social media is brilliant. Like, and you meet so many different people from, from all around the world. And I suppose ever since the lockdown, I've had people tune into my social media who probably would never have heard of me, only that there is a lockdown and there's people are just they're just sitting on their phones and they're just scrolling away. Yeah. And I, I one thing you said there are people that you wouldn't usually have met or anything like that or wouldn't have usually listened to you. I mean, what I love about obviously it's not great that we're in lockdown and all that kind of thing. But for me, I'm loving getting to have the chats with people like yourself. And like, considering we never met, I don't think we've done too bad talking for the last hour. No, we weren't too bad now, to be fair. <laughs> I love about it. You know, you don't have to have met the person before. And yet you can sit here and chat away and it's as if you know each other. And that's, I just love that side of it because we're in that scene. And it's just that community that you've mentioned a few times. It's, sure, we all know each other. Yeah, like everybody, like I think everybody knows everybody in the country music scene. Like, and if you don't know the person, you've definitely heard of them. Like, which is which is brilliant. Like, yeah, or you've seen them, or you all you've yeah. seen the picture. You go, oh, I know them. They go dancing. Yeah, that's yeah. literally. It is. It is so small, and yet, and yet it's so big at the same time. It's kind of a funny yeah. one. But uh, no, Jesus, I've had a great chat with you, Alex. And uh, that quick fire round. I hope have you calmed down after that. I've now? calmed down. My heart rate's down now after that. <laughs> Yeah, I was nearly, I was nearly nervous asking them, considering I only done them five minutes. But I was very organised. I actually printed them out. Oh, uh, yeah, they weren't handwritten. You know, I actually was quite. It wasn't me. Now they definitely would have been handwritten. <laughs> but there was one handwritten. Do, I would have got to the seventh one and be like, oh, I can't read my own writing. Hard to think on the spot, but I, I don't think we've done too bad. I don't think no, you've done too bad. Brilliant. But um, no, Alex, it was great to chat to you and get to know you a bit better. And you were very honest, which is exactly what I want for the podcast. <laughs> and uh, hopefully to everyone tuned in, you heard and found out a little bit more about Alex Rowe. And um, we wish you very all the best with your recovery. There'll be no singing. You have to rest the voice. And um, no, we wish you the very best. And thank you so much for, for getting involved in the podcast. Oh, thanks, Andrew, and thanks for having me on. No problem. We had an absolute ball. So we'll go now and we'll have our lunch. And uh, yeah, everyone. Oh, one more thing, guys. Make sure you go and check out Alex's uh, Facebook page and Instagram page. Is it just Alex Rowe or is it Alex Rowe uh, Music? Alex Rowe Music and the both, the both of them. There we go. So Instagram and Facebook. And I'm sure you have a few, have you a few videos up on YouTube as well. 
Um, no, I actually don't. I must actually do YouTube. Or there's a few up anyway of you. Without I'd you say there's it. a few somewhere there, yeah. But I must, I must actually get do a few YouTubes. It's your homework now for when you're recording. That's the homework so now, yeah. Sit. So everyone, if you're listening to this, go and look and see has he set up a YouTube. And if he hasn't, go and message him and tell him to hurry up. Yeah, that's, start giving out to me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's the job. So come here. We'll talk to you soon, Alex. And thank you everyone for tuning in to another episode of the Country Chats podcast.